Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. It was foretold by witches. It was conceived through sorcery. And it was to be destroyed by all that is evil. But the courage of one mortal saved it. And so, into an age of darkness, in a time of mysticism, sacrifice and plunder there came the only light the beast master born with the strength of a black tiger the courage of an eagle the power that made him more than any hero more than any lover Lord and master over all beasts. He was the beast master. Behold the wonder, the horror, the fantasy, the challenge of the one warrior they call the beast master. Mark Singer is Dar, Tanya Roberts is Carrie. Riptorn is Mayak. John Amos is Seth. Together they take us on a fascinating journey back into unexplored times. Conquer your fears. Face the unknown. And discover the incredible link between man, animal, and all that is phantasmagorical. In the world of dungeons, dragons, and Dar. The Beastmaster. The epic adventure of a new kind of hero. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
Whoa, dude, dude, whoa, dude, dude, no! Oh. Hey, everybody. How mm, you hello, doing? hello. I'm, 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 I'm not muted. So, hello. Yes. Hello, hello. Welcome back after a long hiatus. Whoa, excuse me there. That was sorry. Pardon sorry me. about that. Scott's. Uh, welcome after a, a long. Are right, you, you? You just go. Well, you know, didn't I send you? Uh, <laughs> di didn't I send yes. you uh, the yes. file to put at the end of that so it's not so awkward when we come in? Yes, yes, you did. And then I went to Vermont for two weeks. So <laughs> now that I'm back, I'll do that. Sure. So yeah, we we've, we've been on a bit of a hiatus, but we're back uh, with episode one hundred and thirty-nine. Th I was gonna say eighty. Wow. Okay, one hundred thirty-nine. <laughs> well. <laughs> and we're reviewing the the uh, 1982 epic sword and sorcery uh, film. Don Coscarelli. What? I'm sorry, I stepped over you. Oh no, I was I, I think I had the film wrong. It's not even though it's the same year. It's not Conan the Barbarian. We're doing uh, the Beastmaster. The Beastmaster. Which is is kind of like the children's version of Conan the Barbarian. Really? I you I know, think what, so. What? I personally, you know, okay, being a fan of the Conan the Barbarian film, uh, there's just as much nudity, just as much violence, and creepier imagery, I would think, than Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, it's obviously geared towards children. And uh, let me agree with you on one thing. I, I, I grew up with this film, and I did not like Conan as a kid. I found it boring uh, at that age. Uh, I was so 73, I was like nine. Was infatuated with this movie. Oh, this one, yeah. But Loved it, but I'll say, this movie growing up. Now, I will say that the creepy imagery that you're, you're mentioning, yeah, that nightmare fuel for de decades. I the 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 sleestack looking things that they never name always right. in the back of my head. It's pure evil, and the freaky ass ring. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, one thing I was surprised about watching this now, having not seen it in decades, was uh, I do not remember as much nudity. As there is in this, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm shocked at the amount of breasts I was exposed to at that young of age, repeatedly on HBO. Just want to say, uh, more nudity than in here than visiting hours. Just wanted to. Point oh, de that out. oh, definitely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was well, no nudity was in visiting hours. <laughs> no, I would say I, I, I don't remember that much in visiting hours. I, 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 you know, but that was. I'm not sure if that was because there was no nudity or because. Michael Ironside in the uh, the black latex muscle shirt kind of blocked that memory out. <laughs> I, you, know, it's, yeah. you, you got you got to you got to make sure you're not fooling yourself there. But right. no, a lot of a lot of breasts in in this film, including those of uh, Tanya Roberts. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. It's interesting you you bring her up. She did another film only a couple of years after this called yeah. Sheena. You remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> now, and I haven't revisited that film since I was a kid, but there is a shot in that movie where the the love interest, the American uh, actor, or he plays an American in the film. He, she's up like in a tree, okay, and she's wearing like the short skirty loincloth thing, just like she's wearing in this movie, mm. and. There is a shot of him looking up, like the camera looking up with him in the in the shot looking up at her, and I swear to God, to this day, you see her vagina. Well, is that available on Netflix or? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I really, I, I it probably is. It, 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 I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's attainable. But no, there, I, 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 because it's so skimpy, this loincloth. Yeah. You, you see full vagina. It's pretty. Inc- I have this memory just burned into my, into my brain, because I saw well, it's it funny. obviously it's funny. when I was a kid. It's funny you bring up vagina. No, I mean it's funny you bring up uh, Sheena, <laughs> because that was if if uh, I was talking about the film with Holly, who did not watch it with me because of scheduling conflicts. So I was mm. not able to sub- I was not able to subject her to watching the whole thing. Okay. But uh, we I was talking about the tiger. About the fact that they were dying the tiger black and that it died later and and even yeah, in killed, scenes where they killed that tiger, right? And there's even scenes where you can uh, see like on the mouth, around the mouth, and even in the back in one part where you can see stripes coming through. And the big question is, I was saying, the big question is, why do they have to dye it black in the first first place? What did it have to be a leopard? Couldn't they just say it was a tiger? It was just as impressive. No, I, the color understandable. Did, understandable. Um, makes no di- it's like somebody said it's like the director said per producer said we, we you know what this should be black and they said okay we'll do it instead of someone saying you know why the fuck does it have to be black <laughs> i this is based on a on a book and maybe it's that way loosely. in the book i don't loosely. know it, it is Lo- loosely based it's loosely enough based where they don't have to keep it black so well, somebody yeah. made a very bad decision yeah that tiger no died two years so. two years later because of the dye it got right. skin it got a skin disease Probably turned to cancer and died. But it, it, there's no real reason for it to have to be a black, a, a, a leopard or a black, whatever the hell. I mean, right. there, there's no point in the film where you're going to watch it and go, "Hang on a second. In that region of the uh, of the continent that they're in, which they never say, I don't right. think that the that the regular striped tiger is is indigenous to that area. No one's going to say that watching this film, because he's talking to b- birds and shit. So this film is is a is Peter's worst nightmare. The amount this of is, animal abuse in this film is staggering. This film is why Peta exists. In the beginning of the film, uh, just just to get it in there, they have the shot his dog, okay, who is his loyal companion. Um, and the dog at one point the dog is dragging him away because he gets knocked unconscious, but the dog has an arrow in its side, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. the shot, once he wake comes to, he sees that his dog is dead, which you see breathing, by the way, but I'm not going to nitpick that much. Um, but the dog is dead. All right, so he, wait, wait. Are, are, you, well, are you complaining that the dog is such a poor actor that it didn't stop breathing? No, I'm complaining that the, the director did not choose shots where you could see the dog breathe. I mean, he showed shots where you could see the dog breathing. It's like, give me a break. Anyway, the... The sh- there's a shot of him carrying this dog because his whole family is slaughtered, okay, and he he there's a shot of him carrying this dog to his yeah. to his father or the guy that finds him. Well, anyway, um, you could clearly see that this dog is sedated. It is mm-hmm. not a fake dog. It is. They, they, they had a vet on site or something. They shot this dog up full of something. And they sedated it, uh, sedated this dog for the shot. How do, how do you get away with that? Well, they apparently they had they uh, canceled uh, or fired the animal trainer, or the original animal trainer, halfway through the film and hired a new one. 
So it probably had something to do with it. Uh, also, stuff I was look- reading when I was looking up on the horror stories behind the film was uh, the hawk had a tendency not to do what it was told as far yeah, as like, re- ordering it to fly. Yeah, that. so they had to drop it out of... They like, just fly it up and drop uh, it out of a balloon. balloon. <laughs> yeah. A fucking hot air balloon. <laughs> Uh, they also fired the fired. animal that's trainer halfway through the production, that's because what you, said. you know, no, 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 no. You said the hawk; it was it wasn't listening. No, no. I, I said before that I said they fired the animal trainer halfway oh, through the I'm film. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn it, man! I just said that. I thought you texted me, and I looked at it. I thought that was going to be like that, your new thing. I text, text you. I don't I'm know. Professional. My phone is off and to the side, sir. So so is mine. But I thought which you would. Why, you, which is why you're answering texts. No, I didn't answer it. I just looked at it. I was like, is Scott texting me because I'm talking right now? That's what I thought. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, they were dropping this hawk out of a hot air balloon. They killed the tiger, sedated the dog. They dropped a ferret in a, uh, a, 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 a pile of mud, you know, a fucking mm. um, water, uh, quick, quicksand. Water with sand in it, let's be fair. Okay, quicksand. That's what it was supposed to be, uh, and when when that ferret goes down and under, I'm like, I wonder how many ferrets they lost <laughs> doing this this shot. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Did they really have to show it go completely under? Because you know, it's not like it's a glass tank underneath where there's someone underneath monitoring this this ferret. It it, it is just a hole in the ground filled with water and sand and they dropped this ferret in it and then reached down in and just was like hopefully we can get this fucking thing out now uh, now you mentioned that the dropping or i mentioned the dropping the hawk out of the hot air balloon yeah and it, it kind of seems funny at first what, what, a hot air balloon dropping out of that then again but you can't really like throw it a hawk out of the side of like a, a cessna True. I mean, you got some speed going there. It's, you got you got to let it coast. Yeah. Well, that and the fact that the, the hot air balloon is silent, and they're not know, shooting. It, it's easier sound, to film. They're not shooting sound for a flying hawk. That's that is that is that is definitely um, what do you call it? B roll. That's your secondary crew out there for filming the hawk. That they're not they're not doing a sound check for the hawk, floating like hundreds of feet in the air. Well, I'm sure it was easier to drop him out of a balloon. Because it's it's not going to rattle the fucking hawk because it's making so much noise. How air balloon is, is silent. And also, if you're flying a come you know like a hundred miles an hour or what have you, and you're throwing birds out, I have no idea how fast airplanes go. So I'm just probably throwing end up in a, there. the fucking turbine anyway. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> balloon's probably the safest thing to do. Probably the, probably the safest thing they did with animals on that entire shoot was using a balloon instead of like a Cessna. Yeah. Um. Another another scene in the film. It's on right now. It's where she brands the kid with uh, the hot iron. Now, when, when you say she, let's back up for those of our audience who have not watched the Beastmaster. The yes. basic setting of the film is uh, there's this king that clashes with an evil uh, cult leader, right. uh, played by Rip Torn. Yes, which is really the perfect choice for any cult leader. Well, they actually I don't know said why he they, they, they they tried to get Klaus Kinski, but couldn't. Because well, of the conflicts, I guess money maybe. And I think that's probably better for them because Klaus Kinski is not exactly the best person to work with. Period. But I, I think Rip Torn doing Klaus Kinski. At least you can <laughs> understand what Rip Torn's saying. Yes. Yeah, okay. True. Yeah. And, and, you know, and there's not going to be violence on set. Uh, 
So Rip Torn's such an evil cult leader that uh, he has all his... Uh, I, I, I made notes during the film, and I forgot my notes, but I know I wrote down that it's never a good sign that the cult you join makes you carry a portable gallows with you wherever you go. Yeah. Just in case the cult leader wants you to prove how loyal his subjects are by hanging yourself at a moment's notice. Yeah, it's not, never not a good a, sign. Yeah, not, never good. Yeah. So <laughs> the king clashes. The king clashes with uh, Rip Torn uh, Mayax. 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 Which sounds like a which sounds like a, a cleaning product. I'm sorry. I'd buy it with Rip Torn on the cover. <laughs> My calories just won't get clean. Have you tried Mayax? And, and uh, Mayax has been told by uh, the three witches from Hamlet, although they're kind of hot except for their faces. Yeah. That's kind of a weird thing. They got three hot chicks to play the witches and have them bending over and doing the thing, but then they have, like, you know, skin falling off their faces. So uh, it's a mixed bag. And they tell him that, that the king's newborn is going to, or unborn son is going to kill him. So he's like, well, fuck that. I'm going <laughs> to. He will die him, tonight. But he makes the mistake of telling the king, or we're sacrificing your unborn son. <laughs> the king says, no. <laughs> so he, he has Mayax banished, but then one of the witches... Uh, now, again, and once again, never get witches involved in anything, because witches are just stupid, and there's always this long, drawn-out, complex plot. Tell the witch, I want the unborn son dead. Now, what would if you told a normal person that, what would they do? Okay, all right, I'll sneak into the tent... Uh, Apparently the king lives in a tent, and I'll stab her in the stomach, killing the, the mother and the and the unborn child. What's the witch gonna do? No, 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 that's not gonna work. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go it's in. I'm too gonna easy. pour. Yeah, it's too, way too easy. Way too easy. Uh, so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna bring an ox. I'm go, what, what's with the ox? No, give me some time. I'm gonna bring an ox. I'm gonna blow. <laughs> gonna pour some glowing blue stuff on their necks. This will prevent them from getting up, but they'll still be aware and conscious. So you don't want to just, like, bludgeon them to death or sleep. No, 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 no. Blue stuff, they can't move. And now you stab her in the stomach. No, now I'm going to perform a ritual and teleport the unborn fetus into the ox. <laughs> and why are you yes. doing that? Well, so then I can take the ox somewhere else, have the ox give birth to the newborn, and then kill it next to a fire. Right. There's some blue, this is why weird you don't, fire. Right. This is why you don't get witches involved in anything that involves planning. Because they just go ape shit. She probably had like the ox and the blue liquid stuff just laying around. It's like, well, I'm gonna use it because I've got it. But, yeah. Can I just point something out? And, and this is, this is just an observation. This is it's movie. So again, nitpicky. She brands the kid's hand with like this symbol that shows that he's the next, you know, the next uh, the king uh, when no. the father. What? No. It, it's. It, the symbol brand of the is, god. Well, no, I thought it was the symbol of the 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 the, the kingdom, or like the sh it's like the shape of the kingdom, or some shit. Oh, it's a symbol of the god. It's a symbol. It's like Mayax's symbol, which is the confusing part because yeah, it, it's it's not the kingdom symbol. It's Mayax's symbol. I was almost pretty sure it was because yeah? it's something. Okay. All right, whatever. That's not the point I'm trying to make. The kid yeah. gets it when it's like what six minutes old. Yeah. Yet it's the same size uh, through adulthood. Well, yeah, I mean, it's sure is it is supposed is supposed to represent that because it's magic, it uh, it's it's always going to be present. But it just seemed like it was a, an iron stuck in a fire, uh, just you know, branded onto the kid's hand. And, and it didn't really heal that well after that many years either. It's still black and fresh. It, it's I'll give the you that. same size. <laughs> now, 
the one now I never it never occurred to me back watching this as a child, of mm. course, and they never bring it up in the film. But is is it is my understanding that since the child was born of an ox due to witchcraftery, that is how he gained the ability to speak with the animals. Did you take that no. away as well? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Then where did he get the power to speak to the animals? That's the only rational I can think of for why he can speak to the animals. Because he was in an ox at one point. Yeah, no. I, did, now, I didn't get it from that, actually. Um, it's, it's the only thing that makes I, sense I, to me. I got it. The way I took it was b- because he was magically transported. Not because he was actually in the animal. Just because he was magically transported. Oh. So you just think because magic magic was involved at all so you, was you the think reason it was why the, it was the teleportation from the womb itself that gave him the power to speak with animals, not the fact that he was teleported into an animal. Well, I mean, shouldn't he have been only to have been able to talk to fucking oxes, oxen? I, I don't. I, that's, well, again, now we're well, talking. What a shitty gift! <laughs> he should have had an oxen. And, well. he, and you know, for somebody stranded in the middle of the desert, maybe he could have befriended a horse. <laughs> yeah, right. No, don't don't make friends with anything you can ride to save you time. Get you know, make friends make friends with things that scare scare passerbys, but fly then, around whenever they want to, and, and you have to carry. Yeah, but they call, but then call. but then they couldn't oil him up every five minutes. Oh, that's well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, you don't sweat riding a horse. Not as much as if you're walking around. Now, well, now, and, and speaking of that, I mean, uh, as with most classic uh, sword and fantasy films, the uh, how good you are as an individual and how evil you are is dependent on the amount of clothing you're wearing. Pretty much. Ax, pure evil. Uh, robes, head the head the bottom. His henchmen, robes but sleeveless because they're not as evil. Right. And then you get work your way down to Mark Singer, loincloth, nothing else. Well, and, the thing is, uh, he, he's wearing a lot more clothes until he figures out that he has all these uh, mystical powers and he's good at sword play and all that shit. Then he no, takes no, no, everything well, off. He takes everything off once he becomes a hero and decides he's on a quest to avenge. Now, all of a sudden, he's a good guy, not right. just an average person. Uh, and then you've got uh, John a- Amos, Mr. Good Times. Who, James! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How come J.J. Walker wasn't in this film? That would have made it. <laughs> Dino Mike! Now he he's robed at first, but then he and the the young white child he's with at one point disrobe and they they're wearing like the the semi the ass cheek side kind of showing get up not as yeah. they're not as naked as Mark Singer but they're close enough to be uncomfortable in a in a, in a bus right yeah right pretty much yeah that's bad and, the, and but uh, don't get me wrong though the the clothing translation towards evil or goodness only works for the men women obviously are going to be more or less clothed based on breasts. Oh, pretty much. That has nothing to do with good or evil. Well, Tanya Roberts, throughout the whole film, she's wearing like her loin-clothy thing, right? And then, <laughs> n- n- not near the end, it's like three-quarters of the way, there, there's the storm in the castle, okay? And basically she has, the only thing different is like this utility belt, and Mark Singer's staring at her, he's like, why is she dressed like that? She's got one different thing <laughs> that she was wearing the entire time. I don't want to jump ahead, but that whole scene when they're sneaking into the uh, religious temple, yeah, 
since she was a slave there, she like they're trying to find their way around. She sneaks away, finds a hidden door, just changes clothing, then comes back out. It's like, uh, is there a hidden passageway? The ghost? No, that never comes up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the fact that you find out that she's some warrior princess, and it's like, man, she sucked until that point. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, back, speak, on, speaking on, speaking of on, things, hold on. All no, right, I go gotta ahead. stop you. I gotta right. stop you. I'm, only because I have to back up because one of our listeners posted on, in the chat room. Uh, uh, we were talking about the ox, how he got the powers, and you said that yeah. you know how come we couldn't talk to an ox? Uh, he said they could have called it the Ox Master, but then of course they, they would have had to dye the ox black, <laughs> which I found funny, so I had to I had to mention it. Ask our ask our listener if they can see video, if they have a problem with video. Can, uh, can you see video, Mister Listener? Well, you just ask them themselves. If they're, if they're listening or watching, then then they 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 can hear you. So I don't have to translate for you. Only because, for whatever reason, live stream is not showing video on my end, but it's saying it's streaming it properly. Really? I'll double check on mine while we're uh, okay. going. I, I, I mean, I, but I regard, regardless of whether it's uh, showing video on my end or not, or even out in internet land, uh, the video is being copied to my computer no matter what. Uh, anyway, uh, growing up as a kid, I never realized until rewatching, because the last time I saw this was probably 20 years ago. Easy, yes. maybe even twenty-five Same. years ago plus. Yeah, um, I never realized that this film had a fourth fucking act until I rewatched this. Oh, yeah, yes, we have video. Good. I mean, did you notice that it has a fourth act? I wouldn't call it a fourth act. I'd call it like a very short third act. <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's uh, hard dude. To it's put it's, the it's act- twenty-five minutes long. It, it's a fourth act. Well. I wouldn't call it a fourth act, though, like the way that people complain with the Dark Knight. No, uh, but this is also 32 years ago. I mean, did I, films have fourth acts that long ago? I didn't think so. I, I would call it a fourth act. I would say it's a deceptive third act. Um, I, I, I think that the second act kind of breaks itself up into a couple of two parts. You think so? I, I, you know, or actually, the third act's in two parts. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to call it a fourth act. I thought the film was actually surprisingly well paced for this kind of movie. There's no point where you really get bored. No, no, it moves, there, it moves really well. And let's be fair, uh, great cinematography. It is a beautiful film. Oh, sure. For the low budget, it must have, and the budget's actually not as low as you might think. Eight million for bucks. The, for, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Fucking thirty-two years ago. Yeah, especially for a, what's technically a low-budget film. I mean, mm-hmm. technically, it's a low-budget film. It's not a blockbuster Hollywood movie. So $8 million is a pretty good penny to get behind it. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's... I would just say it, it's like a... Because that first climax isn't really that long. It, it's, it's like, oh, he captured everybody. Okay, I'll go kill him. All right, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> There's no build-up to that. The big build-up is to, to the, Jun, the Jun Horde. And let's talk about names for a second. Our hero's name is Dar. 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 Yeah. I like the one part. Like, Who are you? There's a pause. I'm Dar. <laughs> and I just... And then, well, immediately, I was like, I'm dumb. <laughs> I, I'm Dar. Dar. But then the next time, when, he, when he's with John, Amo, John Amos, whose name is Seth, he has a real name. He's like the only one with a real name. Oh, I was actually <laughs> going to build up to that. It's like, yeah, I'm Dar. Oh. I'm okay. Tau. I'm Zed. <laughs> uh, my name's Seth. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck but did Seth on, come from? When he was with Seth and they asked, who is this man? <laughs> like, like, like he, he looks at Seth and Seth's like, he's the Beastmaster. It's like, tell him your name's Dar. <laughs> uh, God. It's 
wrong with this movie. Um, I remembered enjoying this film. I remembered, okay, when I saw it, I was a kid. I Like I said, I was infatuated with this movie. Loved it. Probably thought it was the best film ever made. Rewatching it now as an adult. Yeah, I don't think that way anymore. <laughs> well, I, I like the scene where, where Mark Singer tries to date rape uh, uh, Tanya Roberts. That's fun. Yeah. I, I keep wanting I to say Tanya Harding. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I saved your life. I'll settle for I'll settle this is a reward and just like just immediately rams his tongue down her throat. Yeah, but and she's not pushing back. He's just staring at the tigers. He's like, she's yeah, struggling en- not struggling enough. enough, not well, enough, en- enough where it's not wanted. I mean, she's a slave girl, so maybe you know. That and he's just staring at the tigers, like, yeah, yeah, look at that. You like that? <laughs> it's like you, she- you, you helped made this happen. I just want to let you know. High five. And then they have the whole thing where she pins him and then he pins her. It's like, oh, no, it's, it's a back and forth. No, he's pinning her to the ground. Yeah, and the way he pins her at one point, it's just like, his dick's going to fall out of that. I know it. <laughs> fall out of what? The, the skimpy-ass loincloth he was wearing. I, I, that's, that's my point by saying what. There's nothing there to fall oh, out of. It's that bat small. That was a, an allusion to that. That's what I... Okay. And, <laughs> and he... he, he, uh, he Yeah, but you... But you bring, never mind. He, yeah, you you, you uh, ruined he was, my joke. <laughs> no, you ruined my joke. Thank you. No, very no, much. I, I said the joke first, and if you left it alone, it could have sat there and have been fine. No, my, we get punch, that it's no, fucking my, tiny. <laughs> We've been right, talking about I, it for the last half hour. Right, my 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 addition underlined the joke. Then you kept going. I didn't keep going. I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't, because then you kept talking. Because you ruined my joke. All right. I, we, I, let's I move on. Let, 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 really? You made the show better right now. I'll give you that. <laughs> but not my joke. My joke was fine. Um, so she has to get back because she's. if she goes That's missing right. too long, they'll kill her parents. You right. know? Um, which we don't ever get to see. What, her parents or her, them getting killed? Well, her parents. Okay. Um, plus, the person that she's with when she's uh, in the in the, the water, like, you know, where they're mm-hmm. topless, um, you never see that person again either. It's just like, yeah, we just need an extra pair of breasts for this shot. Anyone want to well, volunteer? Okay, you, come on, let's go. I mean, Always use an extra pair of breasts. Well, sure. Oh, this is the shot where he's on top of the mountain practicing swordplay with a stick or a big mm-hmm. like, tree limb. And it's just, he does that through the entire film, where he's just like, see how cut I am? This is well, yeah. 10 hours a day at the gym, bitch. I mean, just, that's all that's for. <laughs> and I love it when he actually moves to a sword, and he's swinging it around, and his last shot goes, like, behind his back a little bit. And I was just thinking, man, it would have been awesome if he just filleted his own back open. <laughs> just and he's like not if that he... great with a sword, either. No, he's fucking terrible. And I love I, it when he's run, look- there's a shot where he's running through the water with it, and he's just like, whoosh, 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 like like a like a retard. <laughs> it's just running, just like this is so new and great. It's like, what is your problem? <laughs> I, I can see him going to the director, and you know, you know, shouldn't shouldn't I be in like some kind of like boot camp to learn sword play and and feather? So that Mark, Mark, go put your loincloth on and oil up. All right, shut up. <laughs> just fucking wing I think, it. I think we know what's important for the scene. Mr. Method Actor. (laughs) 
Yeah, here it is. He's like, whoosh, whoosh. Now, like, we, but you kind of, my four-year-old can do that. Jesus, we kind of skip. We, we kind of skipped a bit of the story for anybody who hasn't seen the film. Just, and, and let's be fair, we want to we want to prevent people from watching the film in some ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after the kid is after the beastmaster is born from the oxen, uh, a, a wandering farmer finds the witch about to kill him and kills the witch and takes him back home as his own son, uh, right. which I'm assuming happened a lot that time period. Sure. Yeah. Every time, like every time your husband went away for like a ten day journey to do trading whatever there's like a 50 percent chance he's gonna come back with a newborn or a dog or something like that <laughs> and it holds it up to the people which is like yes yes look what i've brought and there's somebody out there going fuck again <laughs> and fuck half is the wrong time with you e- half the time they're definitely just eating them too maybe i couldn't trade for any pork but i found the newborn who wants to change dirty diapers all day? <laughs> or have a convenient alternative to turkey. Or that. Or that. So he raises the kid as his own uh, and teaches him how to uh, sword fight, supposedly, and play with this uh, weird-ass boomerang knife yeah. that's, that's used once in the film. Well, the father uses it once. I mean, by, to, by, to, by the Beastmaster. By, by him, once yeah, by it's once, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the, the father shows him how to use it, then the Beastmaster uses it when he's saving, uh, what did he call the, the tiger? I forget the name. I know, I know the, Rue. the weasels. Rue. Was it? Rue? Rue. Rue. Or. Rue. L- l- Rue. Like a kangaroo. Like he, like he rolled his R a little bit when he said it. Rue. 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 Uh, so when he saves Rue from the people that were apparently just chasing a panther down for kicks he uses it then and then through every other fight scene this thing doesn't come into play again and then at the very end when he gives it to his like half brother or whatever uh as the, the next king it's almost you you honestly you've forgotten this thing exists You're like oh okay like when the kid <laughs> opens it he's surprised you're, as the audience you're surprised too because you haven't seen this fucking thing in over an hour right you forgot it had any bearing on the film whatsoever. And speaking of that, he finds out he has a brother. Now, nobody mentions Half- this. Half-brother. It's, it's still from his that father's loins. So. Well, I kind of like the fact that he comes into this whole thing, and then even when he discovers that he's the the son, he doesn't let on. Because he's like, you know what? I don't belong anywhere. I'm just going to go wander with the animals. Right. And when he meets his father... I love the fact that he meets his blind elderly king father and the father turns on him. We shouldn't attack because, you know, there's a lot of army out there. So, Coward, go back in the hole with your animals. <laughs> and then he walks away crying. And of course, he's, he's especially like, oiled up for that scene because the director, my, I, I, I can see it. The director says, listen, um, we got a crying well, no. scene here. We got a crying scene here, and uh, we we can't make it look, you look like a pussy, so we're gonna oil oil you up real good, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna show the ladies that you're strong, but you can cry when you have to. And then Mark Singer's like, "Whoa, whoa Don, what are you doing?" He goes, "I'm I'm oiling you up." <laughs> but yeah, but can we get somebody else to do it? No. <laughs> Olive oil. <laughs> no, but he doesn't. No, when after the king, after his blind uh, king ex father or whatever, calls him a coward and tells him to run back right. with his animals, 
He doesn't move, but then the, uh, the tiger leaves, the panther, the whatever, the rue leaves, and then he's like, oh, I, okay, I guess I'm leaving then. <laughs> so even then, he, he takes his lead from the animal. But jumping back again. Well, can I just mention something real quick about the bloodline yes. that's there? He finds out he's got a brother. Yeah. Okay? And then they start talking because the, they meet up. They help him get his tiger out of the pit. Uh, and he finds out that he's chasing after this kid, his brother's. He goes, oh, she's my cousin. So that makes him, makes her his cousin too. Not necessarily. It's like twice removed, but they're still related. Not by blood, technically. I, I think the thing. I, I think what the, the insinuation is, uh, and there's been apparently this is uh, a big debate amongst the Beastmaster fans on the news groups. So this is not new. Oh really? Uh, All right. Yeah, and apparently it just, there, there obviously is, it's something I noticed now. I didn't know it when I was a kid. I, obviously, you noticed it. Uh, but there's two main. <laughs> the camps. hell does that mean? <laughs> nothing. I don't know. <laughs> obviously, nothing. <laughs> there's two main camps. There's the one camp that says, "Yeah, they were cousins, and that's why he left." And there's the other camp that says, no, they weren't cousins. Uh, they were not by blood relation because the king married uh, another person, another, a new queen who already had the daughter. And the son was born from him. So the, the it's a half-brother and then a stepsister. Do we know that as fact? I mean, is because that like in, in, I, in the what? book or I, some shit? It's not mentioned in the movie. All right. I didn't care enough to actually get into it. Because yeah. I, I, I was more... You know what? You know what I cared about? How come he talks to the hawk in hawk language, but you know, he doesn't talk to the the panther or the ferrets in their language? I was thinking the same fucking thing because every time he went whatever the fuck, it's like, does he really, really have to talk in fucking bird language to this thing? He doesn't do that to anything else. I can tell you exactly what happened. I, I guarantee Mark's on set and he goes to the directors. Hey, I can do this. Good, we'll put it in. <laughs> you want him to growl and stuff? No, he sounds like he sounds idiot. It's like an idiot when he does. You know, no, that, that was just purely like I, I guarantee that was just the actor was like I could do this. Yeah, do that, Mark. Go ahead. And of take, course, take they the added fucking off. reverb and echo to it to try and make it sound cool. But in the trailer, they don't have the reverb or echoes. He just sounds like an idiot. <laughs> Uh, I bet that trailer was done before the film was finished, and they went and did that echoey that's shit in post. That trailer, uh, every time I, that trailer starts, I think of Army of Darkness, because it's foretold by, I was like, wise guys, or wise men, <laughs> it's like, it's right there. It's almost like they copied it, and near the end, it was like, uh, they, they, used the, they actually used the word phantasmagorical. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> Just pulling all the stops out. And they reversed the film when the, the farmer finds the witch trying to kill the newborn Beastmaster. She flings it out, the sword out of his hand and it goes flying way up in the air and then sticks in the ground like right in front of him so it had no effect whatsoever. And they right. reversed it so it looked like he was catching it when it fell. Oh, yeah. So oh, what? That, Tanya that Roberts boobies. Oh, oh, oh. Where? On screen. I see it. This oh, is a yeah. really good shot of her boobs, too. That's the like. I think it's the only shot of her boobs. She doesn't get I don't naked think again, she was, does she? I don't think she. No, I don't think she was naked in uh, another film for a long time after this either. Like even in Sheena, she didn't do topless. At least I don't think she did. 
No, Sheena was like uh, geared towards kids, wasn't it? Like this. So was this. But but Sheena was how many years later? I think at a certain point they stopped doing I the. I think uh, Sheena was in, was only two years later. It was like eighty four. Sheena was like only rated PG, just like this was. I can't believe this is PG. They're throwing children into the. There was no uh, PG thirteen when it was made. Right? Can I just say? Rip Torn steals the fucking film, and the best part is when the Beastmaster sneaks into the village or right. in the in the city, whatever the hell it is, Mud Hut Town, for the first time. And again, wandering around the desert in a loincloth, the one great advantage of that of that is disguising yourself is just putting clothes on. <laughs> he walks in the village. Oh, uh, let me put a shirt on. Oh, suddenly I'm unrecognizable. <laughs> And so he, he insinuates himself in the crowd, and Rip Torn's on top doing his his uh, his big, which you know, uh, what the fuck word I was sacrifice. Yeah, well, big sacrifice, but I was, witch doctor, as I was th- trying to think of, but big cult leader things. He's right. taking these little kids, holding them over his head, laughing maniacally. Probably not the first time Rip Torn's been caught on film throwing children into a fire pit, and throws <laughs> the kid into the fire. Then he says, "I need another one." What's the name of the god? It was like Lar or something like that. I, I every time you mention the name of the god, I like I zoned out for a second. I don't remember. I don't remember, but it's like, oh, Zar needs uh, another child. And you gotta figure this this if this is not like a monthly event, he's burning through new uh, through kids in this town. How many kids can there be in this area in this in this uh little sure, city? This little village, yeah. He's burning through two in one in sacrifice thing. I mean I you, <laughs> If you're going to do an encore for music, that's okay. You can't do a sacrifice encore because you're just burning through your material. Literally. Pretty so much. He grabs yeah. The se- yeah. So he grabs the second child, and Beastmaster says, oh, oh no, you're not. So he calls his, his hawk buddy, who swings down, and as he throws the kid into the fire, the hawk impossibly grabs the child <laughs> and flies away with it. Impossibly. <laughs> impossibly. I, I'm... I'm willing to believe he talks with animals. I'm not willing to believe the hawk carried like a five-year-old. Well, yeah. Like now, but then so like, I saved the day. That's cool. And then Rip Torn, best Mayax fucking rules. Doesn't miss a beat. So, so, like looks up and goes, "See, Zar wants your children." Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that, that backfired, didn't it? Yeah, and his father is uh, the poor man's buddy Hackett. I mean, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> I just love how Max takes control of the situation. So now there's proof that the god wants me to kill your children. Didn't just think of that one, huh? Did you, Dar? Dar. Dar. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Driptorn really needed more dialogue in this film. Yeah, you know, for him being in, in, in the entire movie, his part was so small. He had a lot of screen time, but hardly any dialogue. You're right. What are the odds that Rip Torn nailed at least one of the witches? <laughs> Come on. Come uh, at, least one. at least one. And he told her to keep the makeup on, too, I bet. Oh, you, you fucking know it. <laughs> Lady, I'm a professional. We don't have time. <laughs> keep the makeup on. Keep the makeup on. <laughs> Move it to the left, lady. Uh... I mean, Ugh. it's weird. I, I, <laughs> I've said it before. 
That image is in my head now, and it won't go away. It sure won't. You like, the, you like the teeth, don't you, lady? Come on, let's do it. Ugh. You pull my braids. How about that? We'll try something new. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely, a, uh, definitely a change from uh, defending your life. A little bit. <laughs> um, now, I, I mean, look, looking at all this stuff, looking at the, like the, the naked, uh, the half-naked witches, the breastlessesses, uh, the oiled-up uh, beefcake guys running around throwing swords at each other, uh, people being killed. Pe oh, oh, oh! The freakiest fucking thing in the whole film that still haunts me to this day are the sleestack-looking guys, the, the, oh, yeah, the giant would, man bats. Yeah, they would. They they basically wrap themselves around now, you and then just basically now, like consume you. Uh, inside they, they, like, of that. suck the juice out of you. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And, and, and Which, our that hero, scene is on now, by the way. So our hero stumbles into the lair of these gigantic creatures that eat people, and he's perfectly okay with making a pact with them because, well, they're letting me go. Um, yeah. I, he's perfectly fine with being indoctrinated as a an honorary evil human bat-looking motherfucker because they let him go because of the hawk. Because apparently giant bat creatures worship birds. Lucky him. And and, and then later he, he brings them to the... He, go get them. Having no idea if they're going to consume like the entire city as well. Yeah, they might have not even bothered. <laughs> yeah, but those... Yeah, as a kid, that freaked me the fuck out. And because... And if you're not, you know, for those listening, there's these great big, they're like big green bat people with like no faces except for eyes and webbed, webs under their arms. And so they go up behind somebody and then uh, oh, surround them like a shower curtain. That scene is, to it's on right now. Oh, it's freaky it's, as shit. It's and then, fucking you know what, disgusting. Oh, he's, he's just like coming out like goop. Yeah, uh, and they uh. suck like all the fluid out of the body. But the creepiest part is that the, the people will press their faces into the, like the shower curtain webs under yeah, the arms. They just, they just showed it now. Kind of like Patrick McGowan in the prisoner with the white balls. <laughs> and then they open and then they open their arm their arms with kind of a flourish and dispose of like the, the clothing and the bones. Ugh. Completely just disturbing as a child. Uh and, and this... they're the good they're they're technically the good guys. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and uh, like I said, this was one of my all-time favorite films growing up as a kid. And to this day, it's like you said, burned into your psyche. Just never, I'll never ever not remember this uh, ever. The Always. only thing that creeps me out more than that is the ring with the eyeball in it. <laughs> and I don't know why, but that's just a creepy fucking ring with the eyeball looking around. Yeah, the, I, I, I think, the, the eyeball ring never really bothered me that much. I think it bothers me because I know he sticks at the at, when they eventually find out what it is. Uh, John Amos sticks a like a hot stick in it. Yeah, and I don't care. I don't care if it's in a ring. Sticking a hot stick in an eye is just painful to watch. <laughs> sure. I really, I just, ooh, because it's a realistic, like, human eyeball, at least as far as, like, it's a human eyeball, and so, you know, ooh, <laughs> yeah, but those things don't have a name, they're not in the credits, they don't have a name at all, I watch the credits, and it give, the credits give, uh, for, like, all the other extras in the film, it didn't give any credits for the people wearing those suits, it didn't give a want, name for that. Before we end the show, I can fast forward to the 
credits of the movie and see. You if can it's do in that there. and see if I'm wrong. But I watched them, and I, I'm pretty sure that they do not mention those things in the credits. Oh, really? Hmm. And I'll double check the. Uh, they have the witch women under credits. I'm 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 looking at the IMDb's list of them as well. They ha- I, I love the, they have the hanging priests. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> uh, they, they've got the death guards. Uh, you've got the Yun priests. And that's it. No, there's Boatman. There's nothing here about creepy bat creatures. There's no name for them. Oh, no, there's one. Winged Creature Leader. That's it. It's a winged creature. They don't even winged bother giving creature. it a name. And they only give the, the act name of the actor that, that it acts as the leader. Because there's like three of them that wear the masks when you see them, like up close. So they don't give any credit to anybody else wearing the, like the big giant bat people costumes. And right. they don't give them a proper name. They should They should have a proper name. But I like that, though. I just like that. This film deserves to be remade. I, I, I would, it really I would does. Like, I, would, I would see a remake of this, for sure. I mean, because the one thing that's missing from this film is John Amos and, and uh, Mark Singer are battling the last of the Jun Horde outside, the, outside of the city gates, and they're surrounded, and all of a sudden, these gigantic bat creatures come out of nowhere and start sucking the marrow out of everybody, and... <laughs> Nobody, or John Amos mainly, doesn't turn the Beastmaster and go, "What the fuck are these things?" <laughs> he just follows Mark's lead. I think we should get out of here. So, yeah, I think we should. Are they going to leave when they're done, or are they going to come back in for dessert? What the fuck are these things? It's, he he takes it way too well. Yeah, no, you're right. When they show, even they're staring people down, and it's just like, okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and um. Uh, our listeners list mentioned too the other freaky scene, which is right out of like uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan, is when they create the berserkers. Oh, with the the little uh, leechy thing, the glow in the dark, yeah. leechy worm thing. And you know what? I swear that scene they they ripped that whole scene off where the kid and Beastmaster are looking down the grate, and the kids telling him how they uh, create these be- these mindless beasts. Tell me, fucking Temple of Doom didn't rip that shit off? Yeah, only two years later. That scene is like right out of Beastmaster. Yeah. I I, I I'm dead serious about that. I mean, it's it's too much too similar to be a coincidence. Even having the kid explain it and the fact that they're looking down from a vantage point and they're creating mindless uh, followers and yeah, too too much too sim- too much of the similarities there. But yeah, the whole thing where they, I mean, them putting the little uh, green slugs into the guy's ear to eat his brains out. Not as creepy as to to me as a kid as when they crank the latch on the back of the mask. It's like, yeah, something about that. something about that. Yeah, that's a bit too securing that's a bit that too, shit. Just like uh, I always, bit too I always much just, of, that scene, especially what he's wearing too, like with the things on his arms, looked very eerily similar to the that fucking thing that Conan fights uh, near uh, the. The, the beginning of the film. Remember when they have mm-hmm. Conan? Uh, they have him in the pit, and it, like he's got like these claws, and he's got like these spike things on his arms, and he's like biting at his neck, and Schwarzenegger's just doing his his uh, his uh, he's just <laughs> making those noises. It's just like because the films came out around the same time. It's just like it it looked way too much like uh, the the Conan the guy that uh, well, the the villain that Conan fights in the beginning of the film. I don't. 
I don't think there's any coincidence in that. And I think that Phil, I think Beastmaster, without any proof, I didn't do any research on this, but really Conan being the bigger blockbuster film as far as like budget and right. everything else, uh, obviously that had a longer pre-production time and a longer production time. Beastmaster is obviously one of the things. Listen, they're coming out with this big sword and fantasy film. We need to rush one out there. You, you like that one book? Let's make this. I'll get, I can get funding for it. We're going to film it overseas. We'll use uh, captured funds, and we'll we'll get we'll crank this out. Even the basic, uh, I mean, ignore the whole Beastmaster thing. The basic right. premise: young child stolen from stolen in infancy, raised elsewhere, travels to fight this evil horde that resulted in his family's death. That's Conan. Pretty much. Now Conan didn't have such a happy-go-lucky childhood. He was pretty much well, strapped to a mill for like twenty years, and uh, he punched a camel. So it's the opposite of, of, as far as like <laughs> animal friendliness. And punched a camel. Punched a camel, killed the snake. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of anti-animal stuff going on there. I don't know if that. I doubt that was actually the reason why they made the Beastmaster so animal-friendly. But you can definitely see the basic similarity in plot structure to what they were doing. You know what's interesting too. Um, the 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 bad oh, guy. I, have to, I have to mention briefly since we talk about the crazy sure. bat creatures with no name. Uh, listener asked uh, if if the the short guy that is eaten by the beat beat uh, the bat creatures when we first meet them is in the credits, and he is. As and I, so I, I want to give a shout out to Henry Carbo who played Man in Cage. <laughs> And, and I have to give them credit. I think it's nice of them to bill him as man in cage and not man sucked dry by bat creatures. Winged creatures. Winged creatures. They're bat creatures. You can say winged. They don't fly, do they? I mean, they could. They never showed them fly. They showed them hover away, but they didn't really flap. So that's not flying. That's more just like... Well, they like don't have, the, they don't have the budget to do that. They just showed the camera, like, probably a crane shot just moving away from Mark Singer. Yeah, but, but while the they were the moving away, their arms were still wrapped around them. They weren't flapping or anything, so I don't know if you can call that flying. Who the Maybe hell levitating, does? but that would be magic, so you can't, I mean, you, you could still be flying, but they wouldn't be winged creatures for that. They would right. be winged now, creatures the, the leader so of... Really uh, there's, nothing to, there's nothing to convince me those are wings. Right. That's webbing, not wings. Definitely. Well, bats have webbing pretty much, so... Anyway, but they're on their wings, and bats can fly. They just <laughs> we're 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 but digging you, too deep. I'm I'm standing firm on my belief <laughs> that those creatures don't fly by flapping their wings. That's bats all I'm saying. Don't flap that much. They flap a few times. They, they whatever. They we, do, this is stupid flap. now. <laughs> what you're you're want to argue with me? I'm right. I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, uh, the they the don't leader don't fly. That's a fact. They don't have the budget to even attempt it. It doesn't matter. They still don't show them fly. They don't even pretend to show them fly. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. The, wh yes. What is the, the enemy? They're called the Jung. The Jung. The Jun. The Jun. The, the J-U-N. J-U-N. The Jun. The one leader of that where it, it slaughters uh, Mark Singer's entire village... Um, he, uh, there, and I don't, I haven't found this anywhere, so I don't know for sure, but is there, is it me, or is that, is he intentionally supposed to look like, um, the Death Dealer, like Frank Frazetta's Death Dealer? He is, right? Could be, I got that feeling, yeah. I mean, just, even him just on the horse, like, big black horse, with the horned, 
you know, like uh, mask, you know, with the fucking axe or sword, uh, whatever he's you know wielding at the moment. That's fucking Frank Frazetta's death dealer. Mm-hmm. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm convinced of it. Well, but again, it's all the same stuff, you know, that kind of, you're looking to copy the kind of imagery that Conan's taking from that kind of stuff, you're going to go to the same source material, Well, so and, sure. and the reason, the, well, the reason why I go with, well, because, yes, exactly, you're right, because Frank Frazetta did Conan, plus they were doing a movie right. Conan the same year, and it's just, like, it's almost like Sam Raimi's thing with Wes Craven, you know, just like, oh, here, we're just going to stick that in there, you know, just kind of like a little fuck you. Um, it, that's what I kind of took from that. That they mm-hmm. threw the you know the death dealer Frazetta thing I I, to just kind of you know like, oh you got a Conan yeah. movie coming out well we got this guy. I, I think it was purely just trying to copy the 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 uh, the um, <clears throat> genre so to speak by going to the same source material they were using. That's why I think I don't Coscarelli think it was, actually... was a little a uh, little bit of an elitist director. Sure, but it just seems too I, 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 it seems too much of like an artistic fuck you to actually be worth the effort. I think it was just a matter of. Get some get somebody in there for Beastmaster to fight that doesn't look like James Earl Jones. Well, yeah, um, because they then, offer you got, James, you got James Earl Jones. I got John Amos. Hey, <laughs> and he's not even a bad guy, so I upped you one. Um, because they offered uh, Coscarelli, uh, Conan the Destroyer, and he said no because he thought the script was shit. I, I, I'm not a big fan of Conan myself, so I can't argue too much about that. I, obviously, I'm a fan of the first film. The second film I have, just because of nostalgic reasons. But, in in my opinion, to just to say that it was shit, and that's why you didn't want to do it, just watch Beastmaster. He sh- he, this is only a couple of years. This is like a year after he did uh, Beastmaster. Or so that they offered it to him, and of course he's going to be like, "My my fucking movie's awesome." Yet, <laughs> what did he do after fucking Beastmaster, Bubba Hotep? Like twenty years fucking later. Well, and, it, hey, and as much as I, I mean, liked Bubba Hotep, I'm saying I better, you better not be bad mouthing Bubba Hotep. Of course not. But as much as I like Bubba Hotep, twenty years later, dude, come on. Maybe if he took the fucking big budget films. He might have been making more movies in between. Yeah, and hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, let's be fair. It always is. Sure, but uh, a lot of a lot a lot a lot of animals in Beastmaster. No, actually, yeah. not a lot. There's like four. I take that back. Who was it that said uh, it was W. C. Fields? Uh, Don't ever work with children or animals. And I, got I thought both it was in this one. I, I thought I thought it was never work with children or Mark Singer. <laughs> Now I have an issue with Mark Singer. <clears throat> Do tell. Not really uh, a negative issue, but one of the films I watched with Mark Singer in it a lot as a child was the film "If You Could See What I Hear." Fuck! I was <clears throat> just gonna bring that up. That was a movie where he was blind, right? Right. Yeah. And I watched that a lot as a kid. I thought it was funny, uh, and he's he, based on a true story about a blind golfer. Uh, whatever. Not watched it recently doesn't hold up editing wise it's very kind of choppy so it's a tv but, uh, movie i mean most what? tv movies from the early 80s were that bad that wasn't a television mo- made for tv movie wasn't it no there's, there's one out. in it oh no, no, really no. that's not made, th- not made for tv well not you know what TV. it it had a tv movie feel to it oh, i always definitely. watched it on broadcast television i never saw it on cable 
So mm-hmm. I just always assumed it was a TV movie. No, 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 it's not. But it, it, you're right; it does have that feel, even like how they wrap it up at the end. But uh, I watch that so much that any other film I watch him in now, hmm. he, he, I, I think he's blind. Oh yeah, because he has because that he, same stare. He keeps his eyes open the whole film, and the, even one of the scenes in the in the film, I remember it vividly. Uh, the kid asked him, um, "Well, your eyes look normal." He's like, "Yeah, but I can't see." But but your your the kid commented on his eyes, but he had like right. that dead stare, like you're mentioning, and Blythe. it just it doesn't go away. <laughs> no, the name of the kid was Blythe. Oh, <clears throat> I haven't I haven't seen it in forever, so I, I it's burned into my memory because he's because he, the kid falls in the pool, and he screams Blythe for like five minutes. Yeah. Such an odd oh yeah, when when he sense. when he's in the pool and he saves him. Yeah, which is true based on true story. Um, yeah, so my problem is I'm watching Beastmaster. He's blind. When V uh, came out, the big uh, every time he's on screen, I'm like it's the blind. I can't shake the feeling that he's a blind character. So it's just something <laughs> I a problem I have with Mark Singer. Mm. Okay, that's pretty much it. That's um, pretty much it. All right. Oh, oh! I have a question. Exactly, how does one keep a moat of tar hot? <laughs> uh, it's called movie magic. Okay, I just wanted to double check. Because it ain't happening otherwise. Right. Yeah, that's unless it's magical somehow. It's a weird city. <laughs> we have a moat of tar. That's. Long, that's what, that's short what you enough took that you can that? jump over. <laughs> it's weird. Scene. Yeah, you you could jump over the tar. I mean, it's not that far apart. A good run leap, you could probably make it. Especially with a, I think yeah. a horse could easily leap that. I think uh, so. so, and, I mean, if you're gonna set it on fire, you could just fill it up with any other kind of flammable source. Not necessarily tar. I mean, how do you replenish that? Doesn't the tar eventually like, cool and just get gunky and not really? So you could like walk a. I, mean, I just it seems like an impractical thing to fill a moat with. I agree. Especially yes. if that's your main line of defense besides the uh, you know, the walls with one portcullis. <laughs> Every time he had one of his ferrets chew through something, I'm like, there's no way that this ferret is chewing through this in this amount of time. <laughs> First the giant branch, you're going to chew that much off, and then the rope. Yeah. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> at, least, at least one of the ferrets dies at the end. Give the film credit. It, it takes some risks. It kills one of the animals. Yeah. Uh, he, it kills the father after he finds out they're... Oh, spoiler alert. Uh, it kills the blind father after he <laughs> fought, after he, like unites with him. The father he turns him on him Godfather too. 2 style. And I, and I <laughs> firmly believe... Firmly believe that they did show it, but they cut it back you know, for the film because it probably was going to get an R rating for it. Because Possibly. of the way the way he does it, you know, he like as he's going down to stab the father, they cut away and you just hear it. You don't even see it. Uh huh. So it's like I bet that they had that there. I bet they had it. No, you know what's maybe. interesting too? I didn't notice until I looked it up on IMDb. The film's two hours. It's an hour and fifty eight minutes. But the VHS tape of it is only ninety. They cut out a, mm. a half an hour of the movie. Really? On the VHS? That's what it says. It says video, 90 minutes. 
now I have to see the 90 minute version. Yeah, I got to find out what they cut and if you That's can even still find it. I wonder if you can find it online. Just uh... I mean, because like I said, the film doesn't really drag in any spots. It, it, it's evenly paced so that there's no point where you're like, just come on already. <laughs> uh, I, seriously, I, I'm, I, it's one of the few films we've watched in a while that doesn't really have a part where you're just kind of like, you know, waiting for the next bit to happen. It, it's I'm not saying it's riveting, action-packed, but it's definitely got a pace to it that does not uh, leave you like you know falling asleep if you're you know unless you're very very tired. Uh, oh, um, uh, listener just pointed out that the average chew speed of a ferret is actually quite amazing. <laughs> Apparently, it was on MythBusters. Really? No, it's a joke. Obviously, it's a joke. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Um... Are we done? Um, Should we move into movie challenges? Should we rate it? Yeah, I don't think there's any much else to say about the film. I've never seen the sequel they made, the Beastmaster Two. Didn't they uh, do two sequels? Isn't there a Beastmaster Two and Three? I thought there was just a Beastmaster. I'll double check right now, but I thought there was just a Beastmaster Two and then a TV series that I think only lasted oh, maybe one you're right. season. Let's uh, see, Beastmaster. No, there is another one. Beastmaster, The Eye of Braxis. Ooh. T so made for a... TV. Oh, it is made for TV? Braxis, yeah, that's still 1996. still technically a sequel, though. It's a full feature film. Yeah, but it's a TV movie. doesn't matter. It's still a sequel. Uh, I beg to differ. Okay. It's not a cinematic sequel. Let's see. I'm just saying, I, 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 well, I really Beast don't Beastmaster, like... The Eye of Braxis, did have a theatrical release. It came out May 24th, 1996. But it says TV movie. Shit. Okay. And then Beastmaster, the TV series, which which uh, I've got to see now. God, oh, this looks horrible. All right. Yeah, it came out... It 65 came out... episodes! <laughs> How the fuck did they do that? You're fucking kidding me. 65. That, How long was this on? That's like... 99... That's like uh, three 99 years. To 2000, yeah, 99 to 2002. You gotta be fucking kidding me. They made 65 episodes of a Beastmaster TV show. Was that uh, like Sci-Fi Channel or something? Oh, I've, I've no idea what channel it was on. I don't know if it tells you that here. Well, here's that's, the thing. It came out theatrically, the third film, Eye of Braxis. It came out theatrically only in America. In Italy, Germany, and Japan, it was all a video uh, premiere. Oh, shit. They're like one-hour episodes, too. It's not even like a half-hour show. I, You know what? I never saw... like You said you never saw the sequel, right? The second one, Portal of Time? No. No. I never saw that, and I obviously have never seen the third one either. I, I think I have to watch those. Yeah, I mean, this must have been like around Xena time. Oh... Yeah, I, I don't know how to tell what channel it was on. I, it had to be like TBS or something. The the cover, the poster for Beastmaster 3 is so bad. <laughs> the, the, their heads are too big for their bodies. I don't know fair, what the, the fuck they did. The, let's be fair, the, the movie posters for all three films are very bad. Yeah, the first one, I mean, usually in the, in, in the late 70s, early 80s, they had some pretty decent movie posters. But the one for Beastmaster is atrocious. Oh, our, our listeners are geniuses here, apparently. Uh, or, or they just have way too much time on their hands. Uh, yeah. The Beastmaster TV show was on Channel 11. Oh, 
fucking dubba dubba wb fucking was 11 wb yeah it was it was dubba 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 wb for a while now it's pix 11 but back then it was was probably at that time period it was definitely the dubba dubba wb i told you about that about the, the people that had to work there right well, you know what? Uh, it was. I mean, real... did I, told you, did I, I tell don't... you about that with the people that had to work at the, at the WB? No. When, when they answered the phone, they actually had to say, uh, thank you for calling the WWWWB. <laughs> and you know what uh, that stood for? Uh, We're black. <laughs> that's racist, sir. Well, it, the only reason why it was dubbed that was because of the amount of uh, urban programming that they had. It oh, was it, it was in incredible how much that it, no in living color was Fox, um, oh, but like I think mind. it was um, it was that Martin Lawrence show Martin Martin was on there I think, um, Jesus Christ. but they, they had they it was just an incredible amount of, of black programming yeah apartment two two seven, I think that was I don't know but <clears throat> they had a lot like the Wayans brother TV show was on air they just had a ton of uh, black programming so it was I'm still convinced even the frog was black. <laughs> hello my baby hello my honey hello my ragtime exactly <laughs> anyway okay, wait, all right let's wait, go ahead wait, and wait too this. much television talk going on here yeah okay, right. uh current rating on imdb is 6.1 for beastmaster seems kind of high to me um i would have given this a fucking 10 when i was a kid but as an adult i think six is a is kind of high hmm I'd say it's average. I'd say a f- I'd say five is appropriate. I you know what? just because I, I, of the quality of other sword and fantasy films that were out at the same time period. Excuse me, like Conan the Barbarian, just eh. production value, even acting, just the cinematography. Yes, it's good in this. But the camel, what acting? It it can't. It's just not oh, better than. They Conan. both have witches too. Both movies have witches too. You can't Both tell. Both movies have witches. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think five is an appropriate score for it. Definitely nothing uh, lower. I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with a five on that. I think six is a little high. I think it's it's once I you agree. go six, it's like, well, are there any other redeeming qualities that could get it to a seven? No, there isn't. There's plenty that can get it down to a five. Yeah, I'd say a five. All right, five is good. Now, uh, done. Your, mo- your movie challenge. Um, now, can I, can I just say that uh, you spoiled it at the beginning of the show, but I was going to say if, if you didn't have a great movie challenge, Sheena is an excellent movie challenge. Well, Sheena is on my list. Okay. All right. Uh, what I'll do is I'll go over all of these and my rationale for them, Okay. And you tell me, I'll let you actually help pick the challenge this week. All right? Ooh, I like that. All right? Because I got a lot. I got like nine movies here that that could potentially spur off of this. All right. So, based on the Conan, Frazetta, even the music is very, very, very similar to... And I even looked up the composer because I was like, this guy had to work on Fire and Ice. Um... So one of my challenges is the Ralph Bashke film Fire and Ice, because oh. um, I was thinking, oh, you know, because it just reminded me of it. Plus, it's a Conan type film. It's Frazetta. 
let, I'm not challenging you to it. I'm just saying I know, it's one I know. of the films. I'm sorry. I just got just, woozy thinking I'm sitting through just, a Ralph Bakshi just, fucking movie. Just, just relax. Go ahead. <laughs> no, continue. Um, then there's obviously the David Carradine film Sword and the Sorcerer. Can I just you know? say, can yeah. I just say, I, Ralph Bakshi, it's amazing to me the, the living legend that has become of what I consider uh, a, a an average animator. I agree. I I I've I've watched most of his shit and and back when everybody would rave you know bah Bakshi Bakshi, and I swear, okay the guy can can animate but it's not like he's that good at it. The coolest thing he ever had going for him was that he was friends with Frazetta. Dude, that's it. Rock and roll, rock and roll was like better was better animated than than like fucking Anything. fire and ice. Oh sorry, yeah. no it is. I'm sorry, no, you're right. Yeah. I still I still like Fire and Ice. It's probably the only thing that I truly like by Bakshi. Yeah, I will not sit through. Yeah, and by the way, fuck him for his whole thing with Peter Jackson when uh, Lord of the Rings said, "Oh, they'll they'll never do a version as good as mine." He's like, "Yeah, you know what? They 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 did better. You you're an ass." And and the fact that he even said that, you know, he ran out of money, or the studios just wouldn't give him more money. Let's be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. So his Lord of the Rings isn't even isn't anywhere near finished. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah, so. maybe, maybe, and then the, the, when he started, started like rotoscoping people, it's like, oh yeah, we'll put them, you know. So yeah. it's like, it was like Disney yeah, did yeah. that in the '30s. I mean, give me a break. Right. It made it sound like yeah. he fucking invented it. He didn't. Man, yeah, I just remember like just people like just like jerking off the Ralph Bakshi at the comic book store. And I, and I was like, yeah, okay. I've, I'm watching Rubik the Amazing Cube was probably better animated than this. I seriously. I I have a soft spot for Fritz the Cat just because. You know, yeah. I saw that. I saw that by accident when I was a kid when we were renting uh-huh. films. Uh, it was a uh, it was a film in um, North Arlington, right on uh, Ridge Road, and they at the time they had um, Betamax on one wall and they had VHS on on the other. Basically, the store was split in half, and right. we had VHS. And I saw Fritz the Cat. It was mixed in amongst uh, regular films. It, where it shouldn't have been, but it was. So I just assumed it was a cartoon for me. So I asked my father to rent it for me. My father, he doesn't look at the box. He just, oh, you want a cartoon? Here we go. The guy gives my father the dirtiest look, and my father doesn't understand why. But this guy, he didn't say, listen, you know, this is not for kids. He didn't say that. He just let my father rent it. I took it home. I watched it, and the rest is fucking history. That's why. That's the only reason I have it on my wall. Because <laughs> I saw that shit when I was like six. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so there was my rationale for for that. Then, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, Sword and the Sorcerer, David Carradine. Then, uh, is that another... the one with the hand hand sword, or that's a different one? That's like Hawk the Slayer, right? That's Hawk the Slayer. Yeah, it's Hawk the Slayer. Okay. I was even thinking of Hawk the Slayer, but I think we, I want to save that for when we do a live video uh, or a okay. li- uh, live movie with everyone, which we have um, to do this summer. We have to do it. It's it'll be yeah. too much fun. We know it'll be. Um, so and then uh, the poor man's buddy Hackett. So I was like, this guy. I was thinking Love Bug, like something totally off the wall. You know. All right. Because l- I always hated the Love Bug. It's a sh- I think it's a shitty film. I like I like um, I like Herbie Rides again. It's much more uh, much more child friendly. I think. Okay, moving on. Uh, Black Cauldron. <laughs> Thing no. 
I'm not challenging you to that either. Don't worry. Yeah. Um. So then that leaves. Uh, there's only three more, and that's uh, Ace Ventura because of the whole animal thing. But I'm not. I th- that's comedy. I, I like that. Ace Ventura. I don't think we. I think you like it too. I just yeah. don't think we'd had. There's enough in the film to no. shit on. I just think no. it, it would be a bad show. It would just be. Oh, that was funny. Yes. Yeah. So, no. But you know the animal connection. So then you got because his name is Dar. I was thinking, Dar. oh, that fucking film, Your. What a terrible movie that was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was just mentioned in the chat room. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, of course Death Stalker, the original. Right. And obviously Sheena. Right. So those are all of my challenges, potential challenges and. They all fit into the film. They all have tie-ins somehow. But I was leaning towards Sheena and and or Yor. Those were the two I was leaning now, towards. The reason I was going to say Sheena was a great choice is because Holly brought it up when we were talking. And I, I kind of skipped over the reason it came up was because I was talking about why they painted the tiger black in the first place. And she said, do you, you, you remember that movie with the jungle chick where she wrote a zebra i was like i think it's called shira says no that's the he-man thing <laughs> and we went back and forth at like 10 minutes and finally figured out it was sheena and she, she said cause i don't remember anything about the movie except that it was a woman in the jungle i don't remember anything about it and but she said that at one point she's riding what's supposed to be a zebra but it's obviously like they just painted stripes on an animal oh really and so, <laughs> yeah so that that with plus tanya roberts is a perfect tie-in to Beastmaster. All right, let's do Sheena. So it's 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 something I was going to recommend anyway. So that's good. Um, plus, I want to see if you could see her vagina, because I swear I, to God, you could see it in this shot. Well, now that you mentioned that, I will be looking for her vagina in every part of the film. It's specifically the scene where she's in a tree and the, the right, hero or she's, the. Okay, the love interest queen. is looking up, and the camera is looking up with him, and you could pretty much see almost all of it, or a lot of her vagina, you know, f- I, through the side of the loincloth. Now, one, I doubt they would let that slide, and two, she's the queen of the jungle. She's got to be in a tree at least twenty percent of the film. And I, I literally I, I don't, don't I don't remember. Anything. I just remember this shot and I'm Nothing. like, holy shit, that's her I remember, vagina. I remember all I remember is Sheena Queen of the Jungle. I don't remember anything else. And you know what remind me that and you know what that reminded me of? What's that? Wild thing. Remember that? <laughs> Wild thing. When you kill it when you kill hippies in the city and leave the child to die, they become wild things. <laughs> That was 87. I just looked it up. 1987. I remember that. I remember more of Wild Things than I do Sheena. Fucking Wild Things. I haven't seen that movie in fucking forever. Wild Thing. Wild, singular. Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Wild Things is uh, that the sex pot boiler with... Uh, with um, Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. No, not Kevin. Well, but... but uh, it's Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon and... No, fucking, Matt Dillon. That's what, I was trying to think of yeah, Matt Dillon. Nev Campbell. Well, how come Wild I, Thing isn't coming up? Comes up, 1987, and I don't recognize any of the actors. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. 
I don't recognize any names here. Anybody in Wild Holy Thing. Holy shit. I haven't seen... Dude, I have to watch this movie. I have to watch this movie. I have. I used to love this fucking movie, Wild Thing. It, it was one of those HBO films that you watched every time it was on. Yeah. Fuck. I completely forgot about this movie. Oh, Robert Davey. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's in everything. From Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's been in you know, Goonies, too. But, well, well, as far um, as... All right, okay, well, as far as films that we've covered on um, Movie Sucktastic, Action Jackson. Action Jackson, yep. Yeah. A loner, a legend, a hero. As soon as this That's episode on... is, as soon as we're done recording this, I'm gonna see if I can get my hands on Wild Thing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I used to have this on a. I swear to God, I had this on a tape. With, uh, I had Wild Thing, um, the the Wraith, and fucking Solar Babies on one VHS tape, all recorded Jesus off a of Cinemax, all recorded Holy... off a of Cinemax. Hey, hang on, hang on, Wild Thing. Solar babies and the wraith all on one video cassette. That's you. That's like, that's like the Pandora's box of eighties film. It's, just, it's insane. Tell me about it. I can't. Even, I can't even imagine watching those three things in a row, let, let alone storing them together on the same cassette tape. <laughs> it's just how that's it happened. Like, that that's that's you're inviting like, like like the well, they're all, portal. To they're dimension. all around. They were all around the same time. You got that in eighty seven. Wild, wild thing in eighty seven. Solar Babies in 85, and you had fucking The Wraith in 86. Yeah, 85, 86, 87. Out of the three of those films, the yeah. only one I, I the, the one I remember the most of, uh, well, not counting Solar Babies because we watched it recently, but, but like, say, like, three years ago, if you mentioned all three of those films, the one that I had the most memory of would be The Wraith. Yeah, me too. Although the copy that I have, it's like a European copy. I've mentioned this on the show before, too. Uh, it has a lot of nudity in it. Like there's a scene where it's like full frontal, and I never remember that uh, watching it as a kid. I because I put it in, I watch it, I'm like, I don't remember this. I don't remember this at all. So I'm wondering if it's an unedited or an uncut version that they only showed in in Europe. Because I don't pause. I don't remember it uh, having all of that. Actually, let me see if there's two different run times online. So we're gonna go with Sheena then. I think Sheen is the, the logical choice just because of the cru animal cruelty slash Tanya Roberts cruelty okay. aspect Sheena, of the film. Sheena, it is. Yeah, there's only one runtime for The Wraith, and it's 93 minutes. So I'm wondering if it's cut differently and the runtime ended up being the same. Uh, possible. Don't know. All I mean, right. I mean, look, it's like the Argento cop cut of uh, Dawn of the Dead. It's shorter, but it has more new material in it. So, hey. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and end the show then. Let's, all right, everybody. Um, did I have anything I wanted? To... I guess not. So. Never mind. <laughs> no, go ahead. You can uh, you can add it at the end. Uh, episode one thirty nine of Movie Sucktastic. Thank you again, as always, for joining us. You can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com and download our shows there. Uh, we are one of the only shows apparently that does that. <laughs> does what? Let's our show. You can download our show from iTunes and our website. So if you no lose one, that? huh? 
Apparently, not there? not a lot of other shows t do that. They tend to host it in one spot, and when that spot goes away, they scramble. <laughs> oh, we have uh, to, we have to get the app done like like this week. This week? Or next week? You know what I mean. We need to get the app done. Actually, you know what? Almost next week's next week is good. I don't have any jobs planned, so I can work on you'll, it. You'll all be downloading the app next week. We'll tell you where to go then. Fantastic. All right. Go to iTunes. You can get our shows there as well. Leave us some reviews there. We always appreciate that. You can always. email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can also go to our we uh, bleh, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You can also do a search for us in your favorite search engine and we'll come up everywhere. 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 Anything you, anything you wanted to add? My name is Dar. 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 <laughs> or Dar. All right, everybody. Dar. We'll talk to you next week. Next Bye -bye. week, not in a month from now. Next week, definitely. That's right. Next week. Promise. Promise. You can stop recording.